Really puts things in perspective. Yeah. Um, hello, this is Neil Brennan coming to you from the emergency broadcasting <laughs> yeah. system. We're coming to our this pirate radio, <laughs> the last. Of the liver, the last of the living. Um, this is We're doing two episodes in a row because Bianca's going to Ireland. Now, I don't believe her trip's going to go through because they just closed, they just locked Israel. I'm getting on that flight. And you know Jewish people are not hypochondriacs. <laughs> no, they're, not. they're not ones to overreact to illness. I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. You know that they're huge yeah. hypochondriacs. Um, so Beyonce going to Ireland, allegedly, I don't, uh, here's the thing. I just hope I get there and then I hope I can come back. I'm scared about the, (laughs) right. I'm I'm worried about the worry. I'm not worried about coronavirus. I'm worried about the worry. It's all the same thing. No. So you're not worried about dying. You're worried about other people dying. You're worried about other people worrying about dying. Yeah. I'm worried about other people prohibiting me from moving around because they're afraid they're gonna die sure but yes i i don't want to be quarantined nobody does <laughs> but the thing is when there's a Saying virus the with thing. a four percent mortality rate that's fucking crazy God. higher than aids at this point no aids is 100 percent no death or living what living or dying death rate no you don't you aids you don't die anymore it's the first time hearing of it you throw those condoms away girl you got it (laughs) okay you got this here Um, here i come ireland uh 11 percent in 1992 so that's a height well you know what you need to do you need to stop tongue kissing keith because apparently i've never tongue kissed keith i'm not one of those people i've never really honestly i've never i don't like that i don't play that (laughs) that. i don't play all that How many people died of AIDS in 2018? Right there. I can't see that. What's that? 770,000. That's so many people. That is a lot. You're wrong. Compared to 1.7 million. It's all going down is the point. It's That's a fucking lot of people. I agree. But um, Spouting that poison, no one dies from AIDS. I mean, get if you get medicine, you don't die from AIDS. You don't. You live longer. No, no, you magic's not gonna die from AIDS. But isn't magic? I saw this one episode of Oprah where this lady, this woman had AIDS, and she kept saying, "Oh, people always tell me, oh, it's not so bad." I mean, magic is living, and she was always so annoyed of that comparison because uh, there's so many side effects that happen with AIDS that she's like, "Yeah, I'm not magic, man." Like he had the best doctors and everything, and the right. most cutting edge things. Here's like, the thing about coronavirus. Doesn't matter what doctor you have, you get it and you're old, you gotta die. Yeah. You're gonna die. But apparently, like a 94 year old lady in, in China lived. Yeah, but that's Chinese. They're also dying in China. No, I know, but no, the 94, 94 in China is like, it's like 50 <laughs> in white. What? Um, I'm worried about Mama Brennan, your friend, Mrs. I know, Teresa. I'm worried. I think everyone's just worried about their parents. Mm-hmm. Are most, do you know, 
are most cases old or young? It's mostly old. It's it's the the thing that I linked to yesterday. I'll read you some stats. Stat me, baby. Some hot stats. It's true that for people under 50, it's not especially lethal. The mortality rate is quite low, but still up to 20 times higher than the flu. Um, but it becomes lethal for older patients. The following chart gives good estimates for mortality rate by age bracket compared to the flu. Uh, the World Health Organization estimates an average mortality of 3.4%, which is 100 times higher than the flu. Uh, but, do, but do note that average is across age brackets. So that's for everybody. With older people, um, it's a, if you're over 80, it's a 15% mortality rate. If you're over oh, 80? 70, Damn. yeah. My mom's 87. If you're over 70, it's 8%. If you're over 60, it's 3.6%. Fuck. And that's only from the data we've collected so far, you know? Yes, that's, so that's all just, been underestimated. It's underestimated, and that rate will grow at any moment. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, so, Mama Binks. Yeah. It's good, fine. My mom doesn't leave the house very often. She does, but just to go to like shopping or the grocery store. Uh, where does she live? Santa Clara, where that fucking bitch was from. Yeesh. Screech. I know. Screech. <laughs> where that lady was from. Uh, what if this is like the Walking Dead where it's all in us? We all already have the coronavirus in us. I, don't, I never saw it. Dude. But can- what if it is? I'm just saying. It'd be wild. Um, <laughs> so uh, don't. I mean, scared? I don't know what to wash your hands. Uh, the 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 reason you're supposed to wash your hands is um, because there is a fat in soap that's not in any of the other. It's not in the the Purell or anything. So yeah. It's you know how it's like enzymes and fat molecules, all that shit, all that soapy shit. So mm-hmm. wash your hands, and you're supposed to do, you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to either sing Happy Birthday or if you're Catholic, say a Hail Mary. The thing that's great about saying Hail Mary is it, it really uh, captures how fucking macabre the whole <laughs> thing is. Like Hail Mary, full of say it with an Irish accent to really Hail Mary, Hail Mary, full, full of, of grace. grace. Um, yeah, I mean. I don't know. I feel like, like I was out last night and a dude was coughing, and like everyone was just a little. Mm-hmm. It's gonna start being like. There's this one meme where a guy was coughing in public, and every looked at him, he's like, "I'm just smoking weed." Like, yeah. But I think we're gonna be very sensitive. I don't like coughing. I did the "How liberal are you?" the other night, where you're at a Chinese restaurant and hear some coughing in the kitchen. How <laughs> liberal? Oh right, yeah, like. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to do that because it's, it's kind of so hacky, but it's um, funny. Yeah. It's funny for right now. Um, uh, well, then we can talk about the Corona racism because that's, yeah, that's so fucking that's corny. So sad. I fucking hate that. The, the explain it to people. It's it's somebody. <laughs> some, a Republican referred it? to it as Wuhan flu, right? Yeah, or the Wuhan virus. Wuhan virus. People are just and then Chris Hayes was like, interesting that you call it the Wuhan virus. You're like, okay, dude. <laughs> okay. I mean, it came from Wuhan. We call yeah. Ebola Ebola because it came from the Ebola region of the Ebola River. Yeah. So I don't understand. I'm going to say. Zika, Nile. I'm just, uh, yeah, Nile virus. It's only like we don't care when it's for where brown people live, but somehow it's yeah. like insensitive. Also, yeah. I'm not going to lie. 
I kind of understand the the racism. I think it's really tragic. Well, you're saying it. It's it it jumped into humanity because they're doing some. They're being too wild. <coughs> Whoa! <coughs> really puts things in perspective. <gasps> Thank God you already had it. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be pretty scared. Cool. Um. <laughs> Cancel your account. Uh, Bianca, you're canceled. Um, I just mean like, okay, when there was that Ebola scare a few years ago, I caught, I had already bought an Air Ethiopia flight and it came from Addis Ababa. Mm-hmm. I flew Air Ethiopia one time. It was nice. Uh, you know what I loved about it? The women, they're just friendly. They're friendly. The do you remember the the uh flight the in flight video? I was gonna say the video. The video, like the sort of demonstration yeah. video. I noticed something about it, which I was like, what's different about this? All black people. Oh, that's what you were like, yeah. oh. Did it was you feel all more black comfortable? In the flight video, like all black animated people. And it was like, oh, this is fucking cool. This is like yeah, what it, what Wakanda would be like. Right, that's right. what I'm talking about. Black people independent of white people. Like, what what are they what what's a black video like right. you want to see the planet Earth of yes. all black. Yes. No um, white influence. That was a that's like one of the few examples I can think of where I'm like, oh okay, great. Demonstrably no white people. Great. <laughs> they don't even they're not even a token white person. No, they were like it's like what? It's fucking awesome. But I did catch the flight in Austria. And it was coming from Addis Ababa. So, you know, some of the people came from, uh, some of the people were still on the flight were from Ethiopia, headed to America, and some half the plane got off in Germany or Austria. And I was a little, I was a little cautious. It's like, fuck, this plane's coming from Africa. And I was like, man, this is kind of ignorant of me. And I was just like, whatever, get out of your mind. I didn't really give a fuck, but I did, it did cross my mind. And then I got so fucking sick. I didn't get Ebola. That's funny. But I got so sick and I was like, did I get myself sick Uh from the worry? Or I think I just got fucking sick. But I I do understand that if something comes from a region, we're a little scared of people from that region. I don't think, I I think it's a natural thought. But when you act on it, there's a guy. As I always said. Basically, people are being very racist to Chinese people right now. All the woke white people. In the 1700s and 1800s, got smoked by Native Americans. <laughs> All the ones that were like, they, they seem nice. <laughs> like, you're fucking, what do you, it's a new thing, right. trusting people with different skin color. It's new. Right. It. There were world wars 80 years ago, not based on skin color, but kind of. Yeah. Ideology, yeah. Based on, culture. they were, they were slaughtering Jews and gypsies and gay people because they look different. It's a real human instinct. It's okay. one of the most basic human instincts, and it's very hard to overcome. That guy that went to that uh, isolated island with a Bible. Yes, it's it's, like, it's hard. Get the fuck out of here. Dude. Yeah, it's also hard. It's you. like when not being racist is like women not liking tall men. It's hard to overcome. <laughs> it's hard to overcome. It's just your body wants that. Right. 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 Um, no, fully. But it's also you hear settlers came and poisoned all the natives it's like there is something about 
diseases. I don't that, think that white people should be trusted either. I don't. I don't think anyone. Oh no, yeah, I'm not saying. Now I'm saying, you can because of locks and guns, but like, <laughs> and antibiotics. But like, I don't. I, when someone's like, I don't know why you'd be racist. I know why you'd be racist. It's way I easier to be racist. Absolutely understand it. Yeah. Like I fucking absolutely understand it. It's not like well, there was. How would this- you even think of that when people say kids aren't racist? Yeah, they are. Fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? Like, They're all ists. At the uh, Watts event, the guy that was helping me was this very like gorgeous British black dude, and he was gay. And they suddenly like, "Is that your boyfriend?" I was like, "Oh no, he's gay." What, the looks on their face. It was like when the guy was gay. Well, I was like, "Oh no, he's not my boyfriend." They little kids. It's like, no, no, he's gay. And they were like, "What? For real? He's gay?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's not that big yeah, of a like, deal, guys." And I was just like, man, you'd think uh, it's like a 15 minute drive from my house. But the culture is just so, you know. Yeah. Cultures, cultures, people don't, the people fear what they don't know. Yeah. If you don't have tons of openly gay people in your community, you're going to be a little taken aback as like a 10 year old. Yes. So. Yeah. Like kids cry when black people get on elevator. You know what I mean? Right. People are scared. White kids sometimes are scared of black people because they look like all different. And vice versa. Like all the thing of like want to touch your hair. Yeah. Black kids do the white people. It's like the kid wanted to touch Obama's. It's like I don't. It's just we don't know what we don't know. And it's exotic and can be scary. But people targeting chinese people apparently asian food spots their sales are down like oh yeah chinatown new york i saw stories like ghost town really yeah did you see that guy (laughs) of course new york the black guy on the subway spraying for breezing the asian guy Mm -hmm. uh i just feel like trump wants him to be the secretary of of health (laughs) national Um, uh, call that guy who's that guy he gets it yeah but the problem is we're all like, when we see it, it's like, that's so fucked up. If that guy came into your house and started coughing, you would. Absolutely. I don't think the guy was coughing though. He wasn't doing anything yeah. wrong at all. And that was so racist and so fear-based. Uh-huh. But Also, that guy was mentally ill. <laughs> I know. Like, I mean, people act like it's normal. The guy was just mentally ill. <laughs> right. This is simple. Open a shut case. Oh, you're out of your mind. Um, but it is. I know in Italy, a lot of Asian people are. Um, well, the Italians got no case. Look at, I mean, whatever. The, uh, obviously, <laughs> this, you know what this is? This is, uh, this is revenge for uh, Marco Polo. Marco yeah. Polo's revenge. Yeah. You like shit from China? Hold this virus real right. quick. <laughs> I heard y'all like shit from China. <laughs> I got the newest one. <laughs> Um, I brought a vibe. This one's probably not going to be as popular as spaghetti, but I brought some shit from China. Um, who's Kylie? Kylie Jenner. Oh, Kylie Jenner. Everyone's saying she's getting she's, browner. She's getting browner, curvier, and there's a case that she's just trying to turn into Beyonce. Kylie Jenner turns Beyonce. Do that, and so then it goes into that blackfishing. You know what that is, right? Uh, where you was that a filter that you make yourself look blacker or something? What do you mean? Like <laughs> no, you pretend I'm you're blacker in theory? Scam likely. No. Um blackfishing is a thing where white girls are getting perms, 
getting tans and looking like uh, mixed ethnicity black women, especially them Swedes. Can you look up really? black, black fishing Instagram? That's exciting. And they look better. Everybody looks better image, with a tan. Image, image, images. But yeah, look at, click the first one. That's what she looks like. And on the right, that's her still. Wow. She looks way better. Yeah. Keep going to the next one. I think that. Yeah. So she's white, but she looks like a black chick. Well, this is, this is. Guys, this is what we wanted. <laughs> On this is people for a hundred years. Black, black women have said, "Why do we have a white beauty standard?" And now the world's saying it's changed. There's now a black beauty standard. So take the compliment. It's true. And enjoy it because you have to spend significantly less money than these white hoes <laughs> to look black. Honestly, like just enjoy it. This is this is what it's like when there's a black beauty is that people do shit to look like you. Right. Take it from a white man. People have been trying to look like me the for best years. Best advice. Um, no, it's true. Yeah. When it hits Asia, then I'll know it's true. Oh yeah. When Asian people want to start trying to get pale. There's this one part of Japan, I think, where everyone is trying to act black. And Tokyo. apparently they're like only wearing in Tokyo. They yeah. only wear like hip hop. They like Put Afro things, in yeah, there. like Shinjuku and all that. Shit. Right, yeah. that's so funny. Uh, Takashita, yeah, uh, that's the yeah, that's like the cool era. Oh, okay, but yeah, no, this is a weird thing. So people will go back into their Instagrams far enough, and it's like, wait, you're white. Yeah. So those Dolazelling. Yeah, Dol. I mean, but the, she, you want a black beauty standard or not? Dolazel, who's mad at her? I'm just like only dummies are mad at her. It's, Only white people, I think. No black people. Everyone's a little black laughing. people would no black people didn't weren't like you don't you can't. It's like that's fucking <laughs> immersion, dude. You want help or not? She did the bad. She did the hard shit, which yeah, is she like didn't go she and, did the organizational shit. <laughs> yeah. She did the paperwork. She, she community or yeah, yeah like she, she fucking she did, did admin. the paperwork. She did black. Admin. Yeah, she wasn't just out here fucking black dudes, right? She that's the fun stuff <laughs> that she was doing the like adopted black son. Like she did shit right. that. So I, you know how I feel about <laughs> I say lay off her and you know, I follow bad baby now. You love her. On IG. It's great. But do you, I don't like this behavior coming after that girl. Just chill out bad baby. Yeah, but fine. I mean, I do like we expect that she's, it? we expect it from. Yeah. Bad I like that. She's, bad baby. um, I like when white people fight with black people like people. So You're I like, like it's everything's like, even. Yeah, I like fucking. Are we fighting or not? Yeah, that's your thing. That's your mo. Um, Should we that was wrong? the thing that made me kind of like Mark Furman in the OJ documentary, in Ezra's OJ documentary. Is that just fucking I know, put I'm it sorry. on mute, dude? I'm sorry. I don't know why. I <laughs> I'm sure it won't ring another hour <laughs> in the next hour and a half in the middle of the day. Um, is the is Mark Furman said that he used to. Uh, he would offer to fight black dudes straight up <laughs> with no gun and bad. It's like, all right, that's very funny and very in- like, just like, no, let's just fight. Not me as a cop. You just right. two people fighting. Uh, that made me go like, all right, all right, Mark Furman, I see you. Um, so that will it's be like made into a video. Machismo where Neil, on crack. Neil Brennan, uh, loves Mark Furman. 
um, loves racist OJ Doc. Making the um, shirt. Uh, who came out? What gay congressman came out? Um, in his name was Shek 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 Shek. Shock. Aaron Shock. He was like always against LGBT rights, uh, gay marriage. He just voted systemically against anything that promoted LGBT, and then he came out. And the gay world was not having it. They're like, we don't give a fuck. I can't believe this is just a more public version of a difficult and ultimately not optimistic journey familiar to many LGBT. Uh, I don't know. Okay. They I mean, just were yeah, like, again, why would you be against gay people? <laughs> what do you care? Right. So you're going to get to heaven and God is going to bring up a God is going to bring up. <laughs> I love it. A God. Yeah. I'm not going to say like right. that. It's a real thing. A God is going to bring up specific ways you voted. <laughs> yeah. Props. He's going to bring up. What happened on Prop 89? Can I speak to you about this? What was that? It's just nonsense. So it's if you nonsense. vote against it, you're a, you're a lunatic. Yeah, it just is weird. It's, I was thinking about it like if someone was light enough to pass and was against yeah. like civil rights and then was like, I'm actually black, y'all. Mm -hmm. It's like good for you. Right. And I just, just called the cops on you. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I just thought that was funny. A lot of my friends who are like more politically minded and also gay or queer, they were very annoyed that I think there's a stereotype that the moment you come out as gay, the community just hugs you and loves you and nestles yeah, you. You can't have been basically a, a legislative gay basher though. Right. And then you can't, you can't, they're not, you're not going to get hugs and love from that. No. Not um, so I just thought that was interesting. So yeah, that is interesting, but also not surprising. Right. I have not watched Love Is Blind. Oh man, it's we, we you know I'm not going like, to give anything away. It's basically, just a I know the premise. It's just married at first sight, but Netflix is doing it. Yeah. That's all. That's like uh, just the same. I find some of these shows. It's it's fucking exploitation i can't i can't. also very desperate like it's wait don't it's, do that i don't want to see any spoilers it's beyond not it's white real. exploitation like it's white it's exploitation there's not white people there are there a lot of whites there's a lot of non-whites too oh sorry it, it jumped over um <laughs> the uh I, it's just it's like these people it feels like bullying to me well it's like fame bullying like you want to be famous, motherfucker? Do this for sure. But and they go, oh, okay, right. But at least like with Fear Factor or something, it's stupid shit. Whereas this is yeah. Like, the the men confuse me. The men, whenever a guy is like just looking for love, I don't know. I always no, find not. it. No, you're not. Something... You're looking for fame. You're just looking for fame. Go to a bar if you're looking for love. Right, a bar. Also, if they really were about that life, they would put some uggos in there there's not a lot of egos and it's funny. So basically it's two people. They talk um, in a room with a wall and that's your dates. And you go on a bunch of dates with people and then you kind of whittle it down to the ones you like. And then the guy has to ask you to marry him from behind the wall. And then you accept or you don't accept. And then you meet after you're already engaged. Uh, then you, actually what if you don't them. accept? Oh, then whatever. Then Do you meet? No. Then okay. you then you're off the show kind of. Like they like 
they only after those they stages shoot you out of a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> they after those <laughs> stages, they don't show any of the people who didn't like connect. Yeah. It's funny they show people like, oh, you sound African American, and the girl yeah. will be like, nope. It's like stupid. Yeah. Work. So then you have these five, six couples, right? But the weirdest thing about it is it just shows how, I don't know, there's something about it so fucking cringy. Like this one girl liked two guys, liked one more. The one that she liked more said he wasn't that into her anymore. So then she went back to the guy she told she wasn't interested anymore. And it was like just this desperate, it just, you never really see the inner workings of someone yeah. so on display in dating. It's a lot of theorizing. Why is he pulling away? Why did she come back? What well, it's, can I do? None of it's, it's all for TV. It's all, that's what I don't understand. People repeatedly watch the shows. It's all for TV. Oh no, yeah. This is, all it's, t- this is nothing is happening. It's wrestling. It's wrestling. People it's are the trying theater. to write, but they don't have as many writers as WWE, WWE right. has. Right, WWE but, has like good writers. Like they have like probably five or five or seven writers on staff that write raw. They write the stories. They write the it's fucking storylines and stuff like yeah, that. Like yeah, like there was a guy who wrote for Conan who that went on to write for us. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, Usually I would think you'd write for that and then go to Conan. No. Interesting. But um, yeah, so the whole thing is so cringeworthy and makes I, there's it's such a rush to get married. And I it's your nightmare show, by the way. It's just people like, I don't know yeah. if she's the right one. Our marriage is in two weeks. I'm like, why? It's just so, it's so funny. Fake and unnecessary. It's, it's unnecessary. It, I believe them though. I believe when you isolate I believe someone. that they're desperate. I believe that they're desperate people who are uh, bullied into by producers into making a good TV show. That's what I believe about it. I believe that these people are like crying, but they're crying because the whole thing is so unnatural and they're drunk. <laughs> there is a girl that is that crying I saw and the she's one drunk. clip who was like, I said, okay, I am too weak. I made a man. Can you believe it? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it just feels like exploit. It just feels fucking wrong. Like, oh, this is wrong. I shouldn't watch this. I believe, though, the weird thing They're is... They're not learning disabled, but they basically are. Something's weird. There's all... Uh, the fact that I don't know one person that I've ever even met that would sign up for a show to find love. That's fucking strange. Yeah. I mean, I, again, as someone who wrote for Singled Out on MTV. Oh, well, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Singled Out was like, hey, they need a bunch of guys... We're yeah. filming in like spring yeah. break areas. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, That's it wasn't. Fun. It That's was. Like, it was silly. But I'm saying the people were. The, it's the same people. It's the same type of <laughs> they people. Just it's people to be on that TV. work for cell phone companies and tanning salons, and like energy drink companies. <laughs> and they, cell they, phone and then companies. they, yeah, and then oh, they like, dude, I, I'm in sales. Think, oh my god, the hottest guys always worked at cell phone companies. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, I've been watching it. There is a, the white guy who ends up with the black girl does a rap for her mom. No. <laughs> it's on my Instagram stories. It's so good. Oh, that's so rough. Just white. That's, I don't think white, I don't like comedy rap other than Lonely Island. Like yeah. Little Dicky. 
Uh, Read you? Are you gonna watch? I Dave? watched one of the episodes. And? I actually kind of liked it. Yeah, I feel like you. That you know, I there's could... a guy named Gata on it that was fucking crushing. Black. G A T A. Yeah, yeah, not white. Yeah, Gata. <laughs> His stage name is Gata. Um, crushing what? Gata. Uh, it's like translating. Uh, crushing rapping. Uh, n- he was crushing on the show. He's acting oh, on it. Like he's doing a very good job. Um, who knows? Yeah, but, like yeah. he's really, really good. Um, but the show is like you enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't like shows like that. But yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I don't like. I just don't like shows um, yeah. that aren't documentaries. But you really don't watch. A I lot just of don't have. I don't care about like. You're I gotta get out. across town. I just don't care. <laughs> I got a problem. That's not just actually like a situations. Problem. Um. So. The, but the dude's really, really good. And Santino's good. And oh, yeah, Santino's in Dave it. slash Dickie is good. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I don't, but white I don't rappers. like white people rap. What I about don't... Um, Rackle? Macklemore? No. I never listen to Macklemore. No, who does? You can't because none of them won't do a black scent. That's the problem. It's like, I zow, zow, zow. and then I zow, went zow, to zow, the store. <laughs> just it's, fucking talk normal. Yeah. Why can't you just rap yeah. like rap? Yeah. Like rap. Like talk like uh, just do rhymes, but you don't have to do it in the same black accent. Well, also, the weird thing about white rappers is, I guess outside of Eminem, they always, I feel like, take a very like, my lord, like Macklemore is like, I'm going to rap about I, non-threatening yeah. things like going to the thrift shop and uh, yeah. gay people. My yeah. uncle, he drew. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. it feels like he's going out of his way to not be a nuisance. Yes, which I understand. I get it. But at but the it same time, like, uh, who wants to rap like that? What, do you, what is that? It's Will's on one of his things. <laughs> Literally, well, we looked over and you were on number 17. (laughs) Um, So, uh, so yeah, I just don't, I, I, it's silly. It's, it's, yeah, Iggy Azalea, any of these, it's, it's just do it. Dude. Although British people often sing like Americans, that somehow doesn't bother me. I really wonder why, I don't think it's conscious. I think you just hear it less. With who? When you're singing, the like accent. Because da, I think da, that da, they da. grow up with so much American pop music that that just becomes like Fully. the language of singing. Yeah, I, I'm making. I don't know, but that no. seems like it would check out. But Iggy's, I don't understand why someone can't. Like, I guess do black guys rap without a black scent? Do you know what I mean? Like Drake does a black scent. Yeah, he does like a Jamaican sense. I mean, that's one of his accents. Uh, Charles Gambino doesn't rap with an accent. I mean, yeah, that's not right. like my... And Andre doesn't. Andre yeah. never rap with a black accent. Um, I think if you, you really can't front on it. It's yeah. just a little... I remember Iggy Azalea was on some, like, I think Dancing with the Stars, and it was like, do that, do that, <laughs> that show. And she's like, do that, do that, baby. And she's like, oh, my earpiece, my earpiece. Um, do that, do that. My my earpiece is not working. And I was like, whoa. That's funny. It's like glitch. It was yeah. like this weird human glitch where I was like, Yeah. Yuck. Don't yeah. why do you sound like you're from Memphis? Anyways. Uh Che had a great joke about her, which what? is <laughs> she's basically Robert Downey Jr. in in <laughs> Tropic Thunder. 
She's an Australian doing a white Australian right. doing a black American. That's um, I will say I am proud of the culture and the internet for banning together to just be like, go away. Yeah. Unanimously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you did it again. Then That's they- where occasionally they get it right. But I find most of the culture on the internet so gross. It's so fucking like. Yes, it's racist. Call the who cares? Why is that the? Why is that even? Why are you even bringing it up? Who gives right. it? Now is not the time. To it's like a parody right. of liberalism. Like is that what you're calling it? <laughs> oh, really? The woo? Oh, but also there's no outrage when we call it Ebola when people are well, scared yeah. of. Af, like Nile, like yeah. they, when it's real yes. brown, it's concerning. We, the outbreak movie. I mean, we have all these movies where. What do they call it? That's no. I'm just like, didn't they just throw a bomb in an African village and like annihilate them? I'm just saying we're kind of okay when it comes from the jungles. Yeah, because it's, it's like yeah. This what are they, they going to do? What else are they going to do? What are they going to do? They, they got all they, the monkeys. They haven't organized. <laughs> we fuck up their whole organization. They can't organize. They're too Christian and they can't organize. <laughs> the whole thing's corrupt because of us. You're welcome. We did it again. Why, people? Done. We've done it again. <laughs> um, okay. So let's get into some emails, Will. It's time to check that You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Binks. This is a good one. My white friend's 11-year-old son recently said he wanted to have hair like Patrick Mahomes. So his mom permed his hair, and he loves his new curly do. She said this is a big trend with boys around his age, and all his friends, all white, are asking for perms, too, so they can be like Mahomes. Uh, Is this like blackface, or uh, or is hair sort of neutral ground? I, too, have sons, and I feel like... If they ask for a perm to be like a black NFL quarterback, I would use it as an opportunity to tell them how we need to celebrate everyone's differences and not feel the need to emulate them. Uh, but again, it's also just hair. I don't know how to feel about this. Is this kid a Rick? Racial identity <laughs> crisis? Okay, this is an old OG on. feeler. Uh, in training or just a sweet kid wanting to look more like one of his heroes? This is the Black Beauty standards again. Oof, this is a hard one. This is Black Beauty. You want them or not? Right. Do you want people we to... don't we don't get mad when when black girls straighten put on wigs if I may right. quote the great philosopher Bad Bobby um they um, don't we don't so if I choose to quote turnabout is, turnabout is fair play and yeah. if if you know yeah I'll they'll probably be less racist I would bet do they know he's black though? He doesn't look very black. No, he's really fucking light. I was like, is he Latino? Yeah, he's actually lighter than I am, which is hard to do. He's pale. Yeah, his dad was an athlete. His dad played for the Yankees. Black. Yeah, uh-huh. like like dark, pretty dark. Right. Um, and his mom's white. Yeah, yeah. Um, so his mom is actually a tub of marshmallows. <laughs> so that's pretty crazy. Um, um, I think it's not a big deal. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, Pat Mahomes is dead. Um, so Pat Mahomes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that the a new quarterback will come along and it'll be fine. I was thinking yeah. about that's the great thing about aging is you just see cycles come and go. Mm. You're like, yeah, it's fine. This is annoying. This is stupid. 
I was at Whole Foods yesterday. Everyone under 30 dresses like a moron. They all dress like they're wearing bibs and the shirts and the knee highs and the viscos and the back. And you're just like, yeah, okay. You guys are all going to regret this, by the way. Right. You're not going to want to look at any picture of this. Uh, someone said online that like pe- young people now dress like um, when you like peed your pants at school and they gave you the like left <laughs> lost and found. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Like, like slightly Billie higher water. Is never going to go like, oh man, I'm really glad I dress like a Japanese race car driver <laughs> uh, or pit crew of a Japanese race car. If you stay late, listen to um, Holtzman go off on Billie Eilish. It's what's he's, he saying? He's insane. Yeah. But he's just, he, everything about her absolutely enrages him. And it's so funny. Great. He's just screaming. Um, yeah. I have no problem with this. Do you? No, I don't know. I don't, I think that emulating idolizing black guys is a is a good first step for not being racist yes uh it worked for me obviously i went a little overboard with it but i mean look at me look Um, at him guys as i explained to a couple icons a few weeks ago (laughs) i would watch michael jordan play basketball i'd watch eddie murphy do comedy I'd watch Spike Lee make movies and I'd watch Arsenio do late night. And it made me, it made racism seem stupid. Yeah. It made racism inexplicable. I'd go like, what, what, what do you, what do you mean? I don't even know what you mean. Why would I be against these guys? Why? They're great. Right. Like they're just great. So, and not because they're like, they were all excellent at their thing, but, but I didn't, it just didn't make any sense to me. Um, and my brother was a, worked at the Chicago Stadium in Wrigley Field, so I used to hang out with the, his black coworkers, who were all great, too. That must have been fun. It was a good time, Bianca. Yay. It was a different good time. It was before the virus. Um, uh, BV. Um, <laughs> just follows uh, you wherever you go. Goodbye. I'm going to read this. Yeah, read it. It's a shorty. You've got mail. Hello, Bianca and Neil. Remember all the way back in January when people were predicting World War III? Yeah, within a few weeks, the whole Iran kerfuffle was dropped down the cultural memory hole. Notice that when such ephemeral... Oops, I didn't say that right. You were close. You could have kept going. <laughs> and skip. Controversies happen. The afterwards that afterwards there are never any consequences or self-reflection on the part of the people who got things wrong wouldn't it be useful to think what mistake did i make in forming my opinion so i won't go wrong in the same way again instead everyone just goes on to the next public controversy uh speaking of coronavirus thing as accountability especially like i was watching msnbc the other night and the thing you forget is that is the inside the NBA or the inside the NFL. It's the pregame postgame show for politics. Right. But we somehow think that they're they are politics. And it's like, right. no, yeah. they're just the they're Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, Ernie Johnson and Shaq, except it's Rachel Maddow, 
fucking that's such that's a really good comparison because yeah, like if someone's like forget. no that's sports that's the game it's yeah like, no that's not the game that's that's fucking got not, it's entertaining but it's not the actual it has nothing to do with the actual game mm. and then the people come on none of them thought biden was gonna win a week ago no. and a half ago not fucking none of them so they don't know what they're talking about they're right. just going like it's i told you we talked about the the nominating special on the New York Times FX show, they did a nominating, like a reality show where all the nominees came to the New York Times and spoke. And then they and chose. And they all like, cho- they chose Klobuchar and Elizabeth Warren because they're, they're like, you know, they need to, this is, they're really of the moment. Just all these things like, the fuck are you talking about? These are all <laughs> TV terms right. that have nothing to do with the electorate. And I don't know if I've spoken about this on here, but that's the beauty of doing stand-up is I, every night, I watch four people that I don't even necessarily agree with fucking kill. And you go, ah, oh, the guy's killing somehow. Right. And as a comedian, we travel all the time. So we're not in, it was funny listening at on Super Tuesday, talking to a couple people, and they were talking, I go, have you ever left California? And they're like, no, well, and it's like, dude, you got to leave California. Yeah. Because most of the country is flat and farmland. The, um, fuck, what's his name? Uh, the comedian, he's on The Daily Show. He's always Neil at the Brown. store. Always at the it's store. Costa? Costa. Yeah. He has a joke where he's like, Hey guys, yeah. Have you left? Have you left California? No one, no one watched Birdman. Yeah, people hated Birdman. <laughs> Everyone that hated joke Birdman. Fucking destroys. <laughs> it's so goddamn funny. And it's like when you say something like that, yeah. it really puts you in in the mindset of like, yeah, no, we're we. It's United States. Yes, we are not America. It's hard to believe that people when, didn't like. Birdman. It's hard to believe when you're in the bubble that there is a world out there that's different. Right. It's really hard to believe. I. I offered to bet Dave $100,000 that Hillary was going to win the day of the election. And did he take it? He didn't take it. Damn. It's terrible. (laughs) Uh, Would you have paid him? uh, (laughs) No. I would have. We ended up betting. That would suck. We ended up betting about a joke not working, and then he never paid me on that show i was like that fucking joke's not gonna work and he's like i'll bet you i was like okay fucking happily right so i think he owes me a grand oh it didn't work the joke no um <laughs> uh but uh so he didn't pay me either he's a welcher um uh oh by the way did you see the clip where i talked about how i didn't lock my door and everyone's like yeah. fucking rich yeah oh that really backfired i was like whoa everyone's so, so up and fucking people are crazy so mad at you i am also trying to write a joke about how rich people are the only group that you can be just a fucking bigot against and everyone gets on your side <laughs> you it's, can just be like no fuck him fuck that rich motherfucker and everyone's like yeah right but mm, not really with trump He's fucking rich. And he's been rich for a long time. He's not that rich, but yeah. No, no, but uh, the image of him has always yeah. been like a rich guy. Yeah, because he's a cartoon rich guy. He's a cartoon rich guy. It's Mulaney's old joke about him. Oh, yeah, yeah, you said that before. Um, but I, people like him. And it's like, why this guy? Because he's... Uh, Just persona-wise, not like his politics. Because he is cartoon rich guy, and he's also 
he's not elitist. He's anti-elitist. He's right. too dumb to be elitist. <laughs> That's the other thing. I talked about the Hillary doc in the last episode, but elite people are great. People are like, I don't like elitists. You mean charismatic? How about, no. I mean, great, great brains, great people that go to Yale and Harvard and all that shit right. are really helpful to the world. Stanford, MIT, they change the world. You can be jealous that they're smarter than you, but I wouldn't be against them right. out of hand. Like, cause people are like, I don't like elites. How about the Olympics? You like elite athletes? You like it you like your athletes. You elite, like them then. But just not your scientists elite. But we also don't we just are we love an underdog. We don't like we no one likes their manager. Almost no one likes at work. Yeah. Yeah. Or people will be like, she's a she's a nice man. You have to say like that's a good one. Yeah. No one likes their boss yeah. at all. Meanwhile, a lot of the times, especially small businesses, that's the reason why you're getting paid. That's the not, reason why you it's have always the reason you're getting paid. Right. I just mean yeah. if you're not working for a corporation. Yeah. A lot of the time people fucking hate anybody above yeah. them, but they yeah. really are helping you. They so. helped you. That's what I always yell or I never do it, but I want to go like yeah. I'm I hired you to help me. Right. Please help me. I believe me. in you. Yeah. Let's Please help fight. me. Instead of like, no, fucking. I think guys are worse than women with that. Oh, yeah. We're, we're used to being like, okay. Yeah. It's compromise. That's why I would, I think I would generally, there were like a lot of guys that work with, especially editors who, when they're guys, they want to fist fight. You can just tell they want to fist fight. Also, post-production is like everyone's throwing their dick around, I feel like. No? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's just dumb because it's like, dude, I wrote this. <laughs> what are you doing thinking you're going to tell me how to do it? Like, I wrote it and shot it. The fuck are you doing? Um, I did a play in college, uh, Hamlet, and that's when I realized I was, I was like very happy I didn't study uh, theater because everyone kept saying the same thing. People were fucking things up. And they'd be like, this is a collaborative art. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, no, it's not. You're basically telling me to fuck off and not question you ever yeah. because you're doing this thing. Yeah. And then we all just put them together and it's like, eh, kind of is yeah. subpar. So I don't know if it's Gerard's coinage, but Gerard Carmichael always says art's not a democracy. It's, it's just like, it's not. Yeah. It's, I'm, yeah. You're here to do what I say. Yeah. If I'm the in charge, do what I say. If I ask you, then pitch me ideas, but otherwise, just do, do what I do. What I need you to do. I'm not. I, I am. I'll ask you when I need ideas, but if I don't, if I don't need an idea, but then they'll do it anyway. They'll do their idea anyway. A lot of the time. Oh yeah, like the. I remember the costume department was not putting correct costume. I was mm -hmm. like, this is not really working. And every it was basically like, shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. You're gonna wear what I wear, and I don't care. I was just like, man, everyone, not just. I don't know if I've said I'm this on friendly. here, but Lauren I'm Michaels friendly. says uh, when you become a producer at SNL, when, if you go from writer to producer, he'll go, okay, so you're a producer now. And every department is going to be coming up to you. Writers, director, hair, makeup, wardrobe, actors, uh, costumes, scene to, scenic, builders, production design. They're all going to want to be creative. And your job is to stop them. <laughs> uh, which is like, yeah, just no, 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 no,
If you have a good enough aesthetic, then you can somehow, you don't even have to stage a coup. It's not going to happen on this job. Right. Just write something. Also, that's why um, when my dad worked in Silicon Valley, he always said that most of the people who work in Silicon Valley are of Asian or East Asian descent, Middle Eastern, Mm -hmm. European, African, like most of the people working and doing a lot of the, you know, the hard work were, you know, that kind of minorities from different countries, but most of the CEOs and the higher ups were all white. And he said it was because, you know, for I'm sure like there's underlying racism, but also because you had to manage people. And if you didn't know how to manage people, if you're just really fucking smart at your job, yeah, then it was very the upward mobility. It limited you because like you need to know how to tell yeah, people you need no. To know how to, man, yes, you chill. literally need to know how to like grease wheels and like, hey man, maybe next time. Da, 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 da. Right. If you're barking at everyone, everyone's gonna yeah. be like, oh, do you know how long I've been doing? Like you gotta. Yeah. I feel like I had imagined a producer for SNL would just be like therapist. Like yeah, well, the, it's more like. People like Mike Schur or Tina who became like the head writer. It was kind of like just. Just. Yeah. Just. It, it, <laughs> it, it's like people that can do both. Get you a man who can do both. Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. Go. Hey, Neil and Bianca, big fan. I love the show and look forward to it every week. I'm also a 40-year-old mixed-race woman, Samoan-Mexican. That's a Mexican. <laughs> or a Mexamoan. But since I am brown on both sides, most people assume I am Filipino. Mm -hmm. Uh, I own a residential cleaning company. I have a full array of clientele. Recently, I was in the home of a client who's been with my company since the beginning. Let's call her Cindy. She's very chatty, uh, but so am I, so it's all good. Cindy is an older white woman and uh, conservative, like owns every Ann Coulter book conservative. Um. Uh, we disagree on a lot, but for the most part, I think she's a nice one with some kooky ideas. No harm, no foul, uh, for the most part. I've, uh, recently, Cindy was chatting me up about the idea of starting her own podcast. Boy, they'll let anybody do these things. Of course, it'd be a political podcast, and of course, it was basically going to shit on Obama's work. Um, uh, I'm not a huge fan of any of the people who have the job, so I just move on with my, with my work. Unfortunately... Um, she keeps ranting, and then it happens. She drops an N-bomb. Uh, I had to take a second before I responded. My adopted father's black. My sister's black. I married a black man. So I stopped working and inform, informed her that what she said was out of line, and I was going to stick around for the rest. Was I wasn't it? going to stick around for the rest. I did also explain the family dynamic, but I made sure to let her know that it shouldn't matter. She should just keep that word out of her mouth. Uh, she immediately apologized and started crying. They always cry. She kept saying how she didn't really mean it, and she just got carried away. We ended the uh, we ended that we ended that day early, and I left knowing that I was going to have to let her go as a client. Here's the thing: I genuinely like this woman. She was one of my faves. On top of being an over-the-top oddball, she was also very nice to me. Uh, after some discussion with my husband, I decided not to let her go. The loss of income did play a factor. But not much. She can be replaced. I just knew that she was actually sorry. If not for the right reasons, I will take a guilt apology. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have a follow-up conversation about the nature of our professional relationships and things have settled down since then. I'm interested in H&F and WBT. Can y'all come back with a legit... Can y'all come back from a legit end bomb? 
Uh, also, Cindy stopped tipping me or my staff after the Enblem incident. What the fuck is up with that? Dude, that bye, is, Cindy. That doesn't surprise me. The Stop not tipping. Because now she doesn't want to seem like she's overcompensating. And she also feels guilty. And she probably is like, why'd she make me feel so bad? Yeah, I'm yes. nice. I've yeah, been I'm so nice good to her. Person. So all of my tipping all these years didn't For even nothing. Vouch. What good did it do me? It can't say the N-word. Right. <laughs> I thought it would buy me an N-word every once in a while. <laughs> I'd like to buy an N-word. That should be the way we do it. That's that's actually Rogan's bit right now. Yeah. Where he's like, you should buy like tags when you register your car. And you're like, I'll take whatever. I don't want to say his whole bit. But. Yeah. Great. It's good. Um, uh, um, uh, that's I'm first of all, I'm surprised because I the amount of uh, times I've heard white people say the N word in the way this lady said it, I don't, uh, it's like less than five. Not kidding. Hmm. Said it and meant it less than five. I've heard it more than that. Mm-hmm. Said it, meant it, and didn't think there was something wrong with it. Yeah. I, I, I so few it's crazy but if she knows she made a mistake and she says sorry and you like her yeah because it's kind of like what's the difference if you work for somebody and you know they say it they just don't say it around you right, or right. If they did say it and they it's like eh, fuck it well it's also i love old movies i love old westerns and the whole time i'm just like all these people probably say nigger oh. when they get off set Absolutely. And I still like it. Yeah. Also, you're a cleaning lady, so you can make one of a pie made of shit, apparently. <laughs> I didn't see the help, but there's poop pie. That's the poop I think, pie movie. I think there's like a poop pie. Poopy pie. Uh, I just think, though, once someone makes it perfectly clear, there's no reason to. If you can replace her, I would replace her. It taints the relationship a of little course. bit. Of course. It's hard to go back. Yeah. It's hard to go back. Yeah, I, w- I got to say, I would have a hard time with it. Even if it, if you were white? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I Even gotta, continuing yeah. to be white? I think so. I think I'd be like, ah. And they were white? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, these, you know how niggers be. The, again, that's not the way she said it. No, no, I know. If but you're like, talking about like Obama, a... and then you end up saying the N-word, I don't even, uh, this is going to sound like, uh, like, virtue signaling or something i don't like when people say like he's a blank what is that that means like he's a he's lower class black or he's dumb or he's Who? nigger yeah what is that what is oh, that when people say the there's definition? a difference between black folks and niggers or something like that yeah like is it just low class black people ignorant low class black people right uh, oh no i i just think that's based on race I don't think it's also a class thing. I'm sure there, I have heard someone say in my presence, there's a different, a white person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a difference between black people and niggers. And I think that's a class thing. Mm-hmm. But I do assume when people are just saying it to yeah. hurl insult, they're just pissed off and want to insult you. I don't yeah. know if it's so, they're putting, uh, like I don't know if we're giving them that much. niggardly, where right. it's like shiftless and like. like right. Um, I, I know technically, uh, I know that factors yeah. into it, but are we giving them too much credit? Cindy, you know? Does Cindy say the word? <laughs> You're acting like Cindy a say Cindy. what? Cindy say what? Uh, uh, yeah, I you would don't feel, know. No, I mean, if someone wasn't like, like fucking nigger, like if, there if it was just a normal. That, there, were, there were comedians who I've heard say racist stuff 
that it just makes me it's just hard for me to take them to they never get back to 100 percent with you it's like no nee, it's not so good. no i'm the same but i also uh, besides the fact that i'm a brown woman i'm just like disagree strongly disagree uh i do question and it's always been white men and it's always been like when there's a little bit of sexual tension not necessarily between us but maybe coming from them they get racist and i i i wonder why the they fuck got all hopped up you're telling me this i'll tell you who afterwards but there's a comedian not like a big one but he's around and having a good time at a birthday party for someone else and he happened to be there gets drunk and goes out of nowhere we were talking about something like it's a birthday party i'm not trying to get all political and he basically ends up saying if black people want to be treated equally and want uh better treatment in america they should stop calling each other the n-word and making movies like white chicks and i was like what I was like, I'm gonna let you live. People bring up white chicks as like. It was like 15 the years illustration ago. Illustration of racism. Hey, it was a hit because white people watched it. Uh-huh. It wasn't black people that were like, finally. Also, it's funny. It's to funny act, as to have two black guys act like white women. It's <laughs> fucking funny. I never saw it, but like You've the, never seen the it? one where it's they the so thing funny. where they play the Michelle Branch song, yeah, making my way down. So fucking funny. They also spoof like Terry Crews, who's like a big ass black dude that's only obsessed with white women yeah and he's trying to date them the whole time and yeah. like it's so funny it's like, very funny anyways uh i don't know yeah it's probably over with uh yeah i think he uh, it's yeah. i never get back that's really funny that it's like i did hear somebody say an incredibly racist thing a white comedian and then i used it in half-baked <laughs> for doctor said i need a backyotomy is based on a racist thing somebody else said. Are you serious? Yes. What did they say? Like, what was the nature if you could ballpark it? New York needs a blankectomy. Oh. <laughs> Incredibly racist, but good rhythm. Well, you know what? Testament to how funny you are. You took that lemon... And made, made some, lemonade and, and, like, made, and gave like it a bacchiotomy. And that's way uh, funny. But it's good rhythm. It's, it's way funny. It needs an M-word actomy. Yeah. It's fucking... Hilarious. It's great rhythm. It's and if you're racist, very funny. Hilarious. Yes. Um, I like bacchiotomy more. Yeah, it's funny. All right. Um, Wait, this is going to go on like a weird Instagram clip of like the nature of your funniest jokes. Yeah, exactly. The origins. Okay. Uh, and I don't... And maybe Dave wrote it. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. Bianca and Neil, I hope you guys are well. I'm a new listener. I love the show. I know you guys have touched on the subject of friendship between male and female, so I'm extremely close with one of my male friends. Uh, I think I would go as far as to say we're sort of in a relationship but without the intimacy. Mm. I don't want to be intimate with him nor be in a relationship. I like how we are currently, and I know it's selfish on both sides, but he also sends me mixed signals. I just don't know what he's playing at. He keeps me really close and and but uh, just far enough at his convenience. It's extremely frustrating. I don't understand what he wants. And also, he has a girlfriend and I know he really loves her. I don't want to start developing intimate feelings for him. I already got strong feelings. This lady contradicts What's going herself a lot. I don't this? know. Advice would be much appreciated, but also it could just be in my head. You know what I mean? 
Uh, does he really even like me in that way? I do feel like I have stronger feelings for him, and I can see myself going down the road properly falling in love with him, but I really don't want that to happen. She's so Women, confused. This is a fucking what woman's... What is this stuff? This is a woman womaning. Women what? gonna women. I also... But then no. also I could... But then I, I also no love him, but I don't love interest. him. Love him. I do not want to be interested. I'm happy with him. IR, but I could go down He's giving me mixed signals. <laughs> I could fall in love with him. Uh, there were so many emotions in this. I had another thing I wanted to talk about, which I wrote down and we didn't get to, which is separate. Oh, yeah, it was like the friends. The, the fr- break. I have some friends. Mm. You know how you have friends that are long term friends? Yes. But you don't Most really of. like them. Uh, yeah. I. <laughs> they don't listen to podcasts. So yeah. <laughs> you don't really, you just don't like them. I've grown to. I'm in love with all of my friends a little bit in uh-huh. a very platonic way, but they give me similar feelings, but it's very stable. It's like, yeah. I'll be in love with you forever. And then sometimes I've fallen out of love with some friendships, but God, I should just, you break up with that person? Only if they're actively toxic to you, if they're not, uh, but I'm saying if you're toxic to them, if your uh, thoughts about them are toxic and do you think maybe, it's humane to go look, Stop calling me and stop texting me because I don't like you enough. There's no, you can't do no. it. No. You can't do it. But I feel like it, you should be able to. You like, can ghost, I'm not good for you. You can ghost a friend so much easier than you can a relationship though. We haven't talked in years. How many people say that? Yeah. So I think you can ghost them. Yeah. Is it an active friend that you're just like, yeah. I don't like you. Jesus. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, They're don't annoying. do it. They're no- <laughs> Is it me? <laughs> They're annoying, and I I have mixed feelings about their art. But can you be friends with someone if you don't respect their art? Friends, not dating. Dating, no way. Yeah, it's like ish. If they if they make up, that's for it what I like, mean. Like I I don't risk. So it's like, uh, but who cares if you guys dude. do just like enjoy time when yeah. you're enjoying it? No, um, I just don't want them to look at me as like a safe harbor. But I don't think they do actually. I think everyone knows what you think of. I think deep down, even if they don't show it, they're like, I think he's annoyed to me. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so what, I, this what do we lady, tell this, girl? this lady, uh, I think you should figure out how you feel and what you want and mm. not be, don't worry about what he wants. If you don't want a relationship with him, then she you does set. Cool. Right. But then either set a boundary or don't. Mm. It'd be like, I don't like you have a girlfriend, dude. And you're giving me mixed signals. And yeah. now I'm just like, so like, this is fucking weird to your girlfriend. I wouldn't want to be your girlfriend right now. Fuck no. Yeah. Like, why are we hanging out? Where's your girlfriend? Yeah, just, yeah, that's very good advice, Neil. I'm pretty good. I don't live it, but I, man, do (laughs) I, do I dish it out? Goodbye. I do not take, I do not get high on my own supply. You've got Uh, mail. RSTNLA, my name is Elliot, and I'm from the west end of Toronto, which is a super amazing place, progressive and accommodating. In a place like this, a common discussion is the benefits of minority representation. I'm a white guy, 29 years old, and I fully support equity, equal pay, and progressive politics and society. Often corporations are congratulated when they feature minority groups in their content and advertisements. However, I sometimes think that people misrepresent minority representation as a corporate progress when it is, in my opinion, principally a continuation of capitalism and consumer culture. If it wasn't profitable to use minorities in advertisements, movies and television, large corporations, in my opinion, wouldn't do it. But because it is, it makes them and their shareholders money, they do. It's a bit of a chicken and egg situation, but because uh, although it's obviously a net positive to show people that have been historically under- underrepresented, if it's being done for reasons that will continue to put 
the door down and lift the rich people up? Is it truly a reason to congratulate these large companies and treat them as woke? Look forward to what Neelington Feelington and what Binkerton Thinkerton. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I don't, it's never for altruism. It's never, they're never doing it for the right. Corporations are not instruments of morality. They are profit machines. And if they are public companies, they can all be sued and fired for doing the right thing. So it's never for the right reasons. If it doesn't have a fiduciary, they have a fiduciary responsibility. So they're not acting in that interest. They all have these like side organizations that do all their philanthropic Mm -hmm. bullshit. Yeah, which they are all tax write-offs. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we did this nice thing. We did this great thing. So chill. Foundation. Yeah, but we already talked about this, how... You know, now it's uh, anytime it's breast cancer, everything's pink. Everything is rainbow. Everything is kind of black. Sometimes apparently people get upset. But during February, Pride, it's rainbow. Somebody emailed and said that I was wrong about what the stats are on the cancer. If it's colon or prostate or... Uh, oh, breast. I think cancer. I actually saw that. What? What? Were, I don't. Were remember. you wrong? I ever? was wrong, but whatever. Right. Also, breast cancer awareness doesn't go to research. It's it awareness. awareness. Yeah. Get the word out about that. <laughs> people are ignoring breasts. If there's one thing I know, it's people are ignoring boobs. <laughs> um. The uh. Yeah. They're not doing it for the right reason. And to I don't think anyone actually ascribes them any sort of halo effect. Yeah. Uh, maybe dumb people do, but. Or like those Dove ads where it's just a bunch of their their sales went down. Yeah, their sales. Oh, this is what I want to say. Down. I I try this as a joke. It, it's probably not what? funny enough for a joke. You know, um, uh, Cyrano, the story of Cyrano. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know the story of Cyrano, it's like the movie Roxanne was based on it. Uh, it's a guy is in love with a girl, but the guy has just a giant gross nose, and so he hires a hot guy to basically speak to the it's like the oldest fucking she's got a she's all that type movie yeah um they had it on sesame street yeah and then he come then he finally reveals himself as like hey it's me and she's like oh great i love i i'm i only care about people's insides and uh it's bullshit and the reason it's bullshit because i've uh, the joke i did was because i've written for dave chris and ellen and you would all pay a hundred dollars for them to show up now instead of me Like you'd all fucking so you're not like, you know that want you they were this. my hot guy, but yet if I told you the writing staff of Friends was across the street and uh, one way and and the cast of Friends was the other way, <laughs> you'd fucking run through a wall to get to the cast and you'd be like, I don't even the writers just tell them we say hi. If you saw the writers' room of your favorite black movie, you would not watch that black movie yes. the same way. And they they're awfully Jewish. <laughs> Um. Uh. So yeah, I don't want to hear about how great people are. And like, I only care about inside. No, we're very shallow. Just mm. admit we're very shallow. It's fine. Um. So oh, hey Neil Bianca, thank you Neil for referencing and complimenting my email. I totally get it was too long to read when you ignored my equivocations about my weight and simply said morbidly obese. That was insanely <laughs> funny. I have a theory I wanted to offer up that's maybe more concise. I think movies and other forms of entertainment have conditioned people to overestimate and overvalue humanity and our emotions and and notions of morality. We are foul beasts espousing civilities to obfuscate brutalities 
while fighting for our own versions of a happy ending that will never happen because uh that's our nature and that's a thing that human beings do um it just really chaps my ass when people probably not the only thing that's chapping your ass i bet the friction from you all the weight um is also chapping your ass and the pants your tight pants rubbing against your thighs um when people act shocked by how bad something or everything is uh we still value jewelry because it's shiny racism zealotry we can't even convince people to not rape each other which isn't to say you shouldn't try to do better to yourself but you absolutely should i just think people grossly overestimate how achievable high-minded ideals are on a massive scale i this is basically what i was just saying right that's we're incredibly shallow and incredibly barbaric and the other thing people are starting to text me and go like do you th- how bad do you think it's going to get with the virus like s- cops don't and ask school and the but it's I, it's scary the things you're saying it's scary yes well you need to prepare how how are know. we going to prepare i don't know that? i mean i had a tweet the other day my my plan is to eat about the day's worth of food i have in my house and then i'm going to play it by ear do you have food in your house? No. Yeah, that's see, I got so much food in my house. Brown people have food in their house. Cans, bags. Why? For such an event? No, just over just shopping. Cause? Yeah. Just over food shopping. Yeah. I just over shop. I'm uh, one person and I shop like I'm like five people. Yeah. Um Yeah, people are barbaric. People were on a on a razor's edge of civility. And um and I like her email. Yeah. Smart. All that weight all that weights in her brain. Goodbye. So you got a fat brain, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain's morbidly obese, gal. You've got mail. Hi, Neil and Bianca. I'm a half Asian man who often gets told I look like Keanu Reeves and Steve Aoki. While there's a small resemblance, I find it a little offensive that these mostly white people are comparing my appearance to two out of the probably ten famous Asian dudes out here. And yeah, the comparisons could be worse. These right. guys are not bad looking. No, they're Keanu Reeves is incredibly good looking very it's more weird to me when i'm out and a drunk girl wants to take a selfie with me because i look like that asian dj throws cake at people (laughs) i'm not sure uh how to react in the moment when these situations arise should i be cool with it and roll with it should i get pissed off i know other minorities deal with this scenario and one of my black friends absolutely hates when this happens to him and i get why decades of racial profiling at the end of the day i'm not being mistaken for a criminal i'm just an innocuous john wick lookalike taking selfies with white girls but i want to know how neil feeling biggie tiki uh, I mean, it's fucking annoying, I'm sure. I'm sure it's annoying, but uh, people are association machines. People think I look like Eminem. Who? Go online. What? Yeah, people go, I, I, Neil Brennan. Whenever there's an Eminem picture, uh, it's Neil Brennan. <laughs> Every fucking time. <gasps> but Why? it's because people associate us both with, with black people. Um, oh, I guess so. But... Are they saying you just look like him? Just click the images. Okay. Um, he, why? Well, well, you're not good at it. <laughs> oh, you do? Oh, you met him? Yeah. Okay, you look like him there. That's actually very impressive. Yeah, I guess we do. Um, Go to the next one. Oh, yeah, that kind of does look like him. And what? And what, there? You just the beard. Like the tank top, the beard. Yeah. Um, so, but not really. No, it's not just really. Just now Your brain's like, doing it. Right. So that's just what happens. So if you're just thankful you're Asian and you can 
you can you're in a the stereotypes have been positive yeah yeah you're right because I, I think have, it's a small it's not even a price to pay it's like right use it as an in <laughs> get that pussy. you like white girls right here's your chance <laughs> um it's yeah it's not i think you enjoy yourself um take it out on them in the bedroom <laughs> spotting uh take it take it deep <laughs> goodbye um you've got mail oh okay good on last week's pod neil was talking about the judgment he receives as a single person and that societally accept accepted dynamic is that of coupled i would take it one step further and say that the accepted norm is actually married and married after only three or four years of getting together in the first place i say this as one half of a couple that has been together unmarried for coming up on 13 years since around the two-year mark in a relationship, my girlfriend and I have experienced a full range of interrogative, interrogative judgment. Uh, it began with when are you guys getting married and progressively got more judgmental. And I have even had a few people, let's face it, women, aggressively ask, what's wrong with you for being the man and not having popped the question, even though our non-married status is one we have both chosen. In time, in our time as a couple, we have uh, each had multiple friends get engaged to people they have been with for only a handful of years get married and now we're on our way through our 30s a considerable number of these couples have been through or are currently going through a divorce um i feel as though the expectation that a couple who truly love each other should get married after three years or so is a harmful one and that instead couples should be encouraged to stay together unwed until they know for sure that they can weather most if not all potential changes that come their way well you know what i think of this we already know y'all. Uh, I think that the amount of encouragement people get. Now, I had a long discussion about this with one of one of the one of the exec producers of the show, one of the quiet uh, exec producers, the one of the shadow exec producers, <laughs> and he was like, "You just want credit for having kids," and I was like. No, I don't. I just don't want blame for not having them. I don't mm. need fucking credit. I don't care. Stop making me feel like something's the matter with me. Mm. Stop making me feel because people will accept any gender orientation, any sexual orientation, but one relationship orientation. Right. They just it's like gay people have more cultural cachet now than unmarried single people in their 30s and 40s like there's something especially men like there's something wrong with you Mm. women are cornering this guy going what What? you're disrespecting that woman by just living with her and being her best enjoying her and best friend do you think now i don't know if old bingerton's made this up or not do you think we have a marriage industrial complex of course because i watch a lot of wedding shows yeah i just like them i don't want to get married I want a wedding. I don't want to be married. Um, everything is like yes. Da, da, da. And ever ever since you made that point last episode, I started thinking about him. It's just like living single living situations way more expensive than mm-hmm. if you get like a two yep. bedroom. A one bedroom is way more expensive yep. than a two bedroom. Uh, obviously taxes. I, I mean, when you start thinking about it, it really, they, if you don't they, have a married companion, people have so many advantages like culturally mm. and and legally they have advantage legally it's fucking weird to me like legally it's like d- d- you need more of your money when you're alone of course yeah it's then crazy. what's the point why is the government 
because they're because through you get married, of- then you have kids and you have a stable society. So a bunch of single people are bad. Yeah. For society, why? Because they're not re- they're not procreating. Mm. Like it's just very heavy handed when you really look at it. It's like I don't want to be married, but I man those tax breaks. Yeah, having well, a lot of tax go issues. Incorporate yourself at the same time. Yeah, I mean I'm I have a Panamanian citizenship. Yeah, so you don't even you don't you're not even here right now. <laughs> I'm on a cruise ship. Um, shit, I'm I got the Zika. <laughs> um, yeah, I I it's fucked up, and I thought of a way to combat people when they go like, when are you gonna get? Right. Are you gonna have right, kids? Right. Um, gonna if they have kids, they're gonna go. When are you gonna adopt? You should adopt. <laughs> Cause that you want to be selfless, fucking adopt for real. Everyone who says I have plenty of children out there, none of them mention the kids. They mention me, and I want little me's, and I want, I want. Um, uh, it opens up a love channel that you've never experienced before. This is all the shit about themselves. No, it's very self-centered to have because it's like I want to know what it looks like. Yeah, it's really it. Yeah, what's the recipe? You can just get a baby and raise it how you want. Yeah, you. I want to know. Are you great? Help the earth raise, uh, help adopt, uh, adopt somebody. Speaking of adoption, I watched that damn Gabriel Fernandez. I watch it, but disclaimer. Give me the doc watch it. Doc watch. Doc, doc watch. Doc watch. Doc watch. Doc watch. Doc watch. <laughs> that's great for Gabriel fernandez um yeah for real upbeat uh so last week neil indoors doc watched gabriel fernandez the trials of gabriel fernandez on netflix and i watched it it was the weirdest thing because i absolutely had to binge it and it was so painful it's i was it's like i gotta see the next episode and it's so fucking sad it just shows the nice thing about it or the thing that I like that it sheds light on is that kind of the board of directors kind of weird shadow government in LA. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not the only one in the country, but I didn't know how far reaching that was. The, the, the board, the, the thing that they did like eight years ago or whatever. No. So the, the board of directors basically run the budget for every department in yeah. LA and there's so much influence there. And so anyways, I didn't realize how much of like, weird secret government issues we had in like just LA County. I was very blown away, but the documentary is very sad. And it made me, I was like, man, foster adopt. Like, do you, don't you just want to help after seeing that? I do. I wanted to like take a gun and be like, I never wanted to fucking kill. I wanted to kill that mother. I wanted to kill both of them. I shouldn't just say the mother. And then you hear their backstory and you're like, it's like, and then guess, you know, the only, the thing, so basically he was just tortured by his parents and the trial ensues and it goes deep into the, uh, the story and stuff. But you know what really kind of bummed me out, the thought I had, was that if he survived and lived to an adult, he would be fucking demented. Mm-hmm. He would be someone we'd be like, that's a problem person. He'd be on the internet. He'd be on Twitter calling people cucks and faggots and n-words he would be a problem person but right now he's the little baby kid that didn't make it past like eight or nine he's his parents when they were little exactly so it's like and that just wants people to love him um but we ignore him now well now it's sad but we would add it as an adult because it once it gets big then we don't like it not cute yeah it's because that's where our shallowness comes in 
Exactly. You're no longer cute. I remember yeah. I watched this thing where a guy went on trial for a murder that he was accused of when he was a kid. And they had to keep putting photos of him. He was an adult now. Yeah. And they put photos of him of what he would have looked like because they're like, they, it's a lot li likely to convict you if you're a cute kid than this like kind of creepy. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Goodbye. Uh, well, we have some videos and audios, right? Yeah. You've got mail. Let's pop them. Hey, Neil and Bianca. More of a question for Bianca since I already know it's that uh, Neil is kind of a stay-at-home person. Uh, with all this coronavirus uh, hysteria going around, does it really affect your travels or are you more of a person taking advantage of uh, the cheap ticket prices that are going around as of late? Uh, H&F, WBT? We, we know. First of all, I want to know where these cheap ticket prices are that everyone keeps talking about. Haven't found them. My flight was normal. It was not uber cheap. I will say, because I believe in my heart of hearts that I had coronavirus, I believe I have antibodies, and I think that mind over matter, whether it's true or not, I think I'm going to be okay. Trevor so, Noah has a friend who writes for The Daily Show named Joe Opio, mm. African, uh, from, I don't know which country, which part of Africa he's from, but he doesn't believe in colds and has never gotten one. It's a mind over matter thing. He's also one of the funniest, weirdest people I've ever met. He, <laughs> he wakes up funny. in the middle of the night to appreciate his sleep. Huh? What the fuck? What do He'll you sleep for three hours, wake up and go, man, what a blessing this is to sleep. Sleep <laughs> is so great. What now a weirdo. I love him. He's the weirdest, funniest. He won't let me make a documentary about him. Make one. He's, no, you will not. Where's a windbreaker? His favorite, he said the most popular you movie not. in his country. I don't know which country from is a baby's day out. So they have a poster <laughs> on his wall. Baby baby's day crawling out. Around. The funniest. That is um, so funny. Okay. Uh yeah. Pop Do you it. think oh wait. No, what were you gonna I, I think gonna you're say, I think that your flight is I don't think you're going to Ireland. Stop. Right? No, don't really don't say that. Okay. But 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 it's not gonna affect anything. Do you think travel's gonna get cheap or it's gonna get restricted? I think both. What if I really got to go to China? Oh, you're not going to China. You're, you ain't coming back to... in. Okay. Here's where the world's going to be weird. Because this is what I thought of. If my mom gets coronavirus, mm. I'm not going to be able to see her. You're not going to go? They're not going to allow me to be near her. They're mm. quarantined. Yeah, like that's the how shit you, that's going to start happening. How do you quarantine a city? Like, what does that look like? Why is Israel closed? Did you? What is Italy like? What does that mean? You will not step foot in the country. Meaning, if you're there's go, no flight. You fly in. No, you the, Israel now. You fly in, and then your customs. You're going right into a fucking hotel. You're not going. Oh, you're so not, you're just controlled. You're yes. on. You're on set. Yes. Yeah, you're not stepping foot in 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 Israel. Um, so I know you're confident, but what I'm saying is I promise you the world's about to get way worse. No, weirder. and the world, look, I, me catching it or not is more like is inconsequential to how we react, you know, how the world reacts to this. And that is obviously not in my control. So yeah. I'm. I believe you. I just, I hope it dies down. And of is course. Like, remember of that course, Corona thing everyone was so No, what I, what I think the, what's probably going to have is people are going to start writing novels about it and it's going to be like 9-11. What was the, 
what where like was... I was engaged to this woman and she got <laughs> I, I so I that's what it's gonna be like. It's gonna be like love in the time of cholera, or right? Love in the time of cholera. What was the disease that was or the whatever sickness that was going on where they invented penicillin for? I don't know. I mean, the flu. The, the last flu pandemic was 1918. The Spanish flu, I think. Okay, and they killed. Those things killed millions, mm-hmm. though. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sure did. Go ahead. You've got mail. Hi, Neil and Bianca. This is Mike from New Mexico. More for me. And uh, I love the podcast. I've been with you since the beginning. Never miss an episode. So keep up the good work. You may remember some of the drawings I've done. Oh, yes, yeah. I did set them up that way so I could show you. And I don't leave them like that. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I have a question for Neil. Neil, I know you have a diverse group of friends, so I was just curious how you navigate Black. handshakes. Uh, wow. I personally feel really awkward and never know what people are coming at me with. Like, is it going to be the normal handshake? It's not that hard. It's Stop be it grab right and now. The pull Stop in. It. Stop Dude, it, white people get so white nervous. People act, it's this thing where white people act like, oh, I don't, what are we doing? Nothing. Just fucking give so them a someone, pound. You start or they? you allow them to start? I... No, everyone knows. I've been given the pound long enough that everyone knows to give me the pound. Everyone. So what if someone's like, what up, Neil? Uh, yeah, 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 I'll give people slaps and hugs. But a white, he's saying if someone comes, <laughs> um, if someone's coming at you like this, is it like a, or is it like a? Uh, no, it's not that hard. It's usually Listen, this. I know it's not that hard, but it's for white It's usually like not the handshake. It's like the next one, the soul one i don't know what the fuck you call <laughs> soul brother soul brother and then you fucking it's it's gonna be that 90 percent of the time why people really get stressed yeah, white men get fake, stressed it's a fake problem it's a fake oh what are we doing people go oh, oh when i give them I'm like stop it you don't you've never seen this before never seen it you know oh, oh, oh fuck out of here oh that was my favorite part of get out it's when he knew something was wrong he's like hey man and he's like this yeah. And then really scary music played. Oh, it's funny. Goodbye. That's funny. That's Hit funny. it. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. <laughs> it's me, uh, Canadian Foot. And I wanted to ask what you guys think about pickup artists. Um, because you guys talk a lot about what kind of guys can get what kind of girls. And I feel like uh, these guys are kind of an exception to the rule. They're ugly, yet they get pussy. How do they do it? And what do you think about it? I don't like when people say pussy. Why pussy? I don't know. Pussy, I don't like pussy, pussy. I don't mind when you do it. I don't oh. like when white guys do it. White, yeah, it's, uh, like, it's like weird ugh. inflection. Um, uh, I pickup artists are. It's funny because it's true. Pickup artists negging works. Uh, it it's all works. Literally biohacking. Yeah, fucking. I think it's completely fair play, and if you're trying to get laid, cool. Eventually, you'll run out. It eventually, it's just like anything else. You'll just get. Right. Sick of it. That guy, I just read a book by uh, Neil uh, Strauss who wrote The Game. Mm. And now he wrote a book called The Truth, which is about him trying to do polygamy and all this other stuff and like left to cheat on his girlfriend and just all that. And he's like, he just plays it out, plays it out to its natural conclusion. Interesting. Um, it's a good book. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got no problem with pickup artists. I think it's funny. Well, as a woman, it's very hard to hit on me in particular because I'm just like, I know what yeah. you're doing. Let's yeah. stop the yeah. like, it's a lot of, it's like, it's just like an old school dance. Like, yeah. yeah. So what else? Um, that's interesting. Uh, what you were saying. And the girl has to be like. Ah. Yeah. Like guys on dating apps are like, what's your favorite cereal? Nope. Do you ever? 
But not yeah, playing this. <laughs> it's just like I know. I don't want like stop making me have to play. Yes, I'm not playing. This it's game. too much. Yeah. I'd rather like show me a picture of butthole. And no, I'm joking. But like basically, it let's just be real. Be real. Yeah. What do you want? Let's go. Yeah. This one guy was like, "Oh, uh, I want to talk about the script. Let's let's go to dinner." I'm like, "No, that's just like you trying to fuck me." Yeah. And he was like, like mm, "I'm not stupid." Yeah. But so I don't think they work. And they work on low-hanging fruit. Uh, yeah, but I think it works on... I think there's more low-hanging fruit out here than you know. <laughs> what I about, just think there is. What about... It does exhaust itself, though. I mean, you get fatigued on the whole... You like, just get... It's like if you... It's, for sport fucking is just not that interesting. It's just... it's. It really I isn't. I enjoy saying to women... Look, we both have plenty of sexual opportunities. We do. I I have enough status and whatever else I have that I'm attractive to more women than most guys. So I don't think it's because I'm fucking right. eight. You know what I mean? I think it's because I because of my activities and my this shit I say. <laughs> so I I don't. As a guy, it's hard to divorce yourself from that value system of, like, scoring. Yeah. But it's like anything else. It's like a video game. You just get tired of it. You just go, okay, I know what's going to happen. She's going to, huh? And then you go, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and then you have to deal. Eventually, you're going to have to deal with a bunch of people's feelings. And that's where it's not worth it. I have a question. The squeeze is not worth the juice. That's good. That is a good one. I heard that the other day. Um, just on the topic, as I really want a guy's perspective on this. You know how they say, you know, they theorize all these uber famous guys do start getting really perverted because they've just they had so much do, pussy. Yeah. Do you think that's no. real? No. I don't. I mean, because I... I'm not saying it's not po- who plausible. Who gets possible. more sex than DiCaprio? Nobody. But he just has a girlfriend. They're young, but... It's okay. Right. It's like he's not like, and then uh, he's just like, eh. Like you can't see yourself being like, I'm over all this pussy. No. Because yeah. I haven't seen all of them. <laughs> sure. Maybe I'm not asking the That's right person. That's the thing is like, ah, uh, there's, as a guy, you're like, let me try buttholes. Like, it, like to do like, now let me be gay. I don't know. It just seems like. Nah, I don't buy that. I don't. That, a that's weird like theory. a funny. That's just a People weird think that Cosby got that way from. Repeated exposure. I think he was like that when he was 15. I also think there was other dudes doing very similar behavior. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. This is just, I don't, uh, yes don't and so. no. I don't, because I don't think that that's a common kink. I think it's about as common as pedophilia. I just but don't people think drug that, women. That's not abnormal. I mean, it's totally it's, normal. In the grand scheme, it's abnormal. In the amount of sex. If you asked a guy, would you rather have sex with a woman or have sex with a woman that's passed out, 99% of guys would say sex with a woman. Right, but that's not Conscious what woman. <laughs> if it were Family Feud, he'd come back and go, conscious woman. No, Show me obviously. conscious woman. <laughs> obviously, that's the preferred choice. Uh-huh. But, I mean, there are there is a reason why there's like date rate drug that was quaaludes and then rupees. And yeah. Rupees. Rupees. <laughs> Yeah. It was not rupees. It was rupees. Yeah. And now it's like GHB. You know, I mean, it's like there is, it is certain. You know what's something. a really common one? Alcohol. 
for real. That's the one. That really is. That is led That's to more. That's the only one. Again, like, I've, the more I look, fuck. I've been trying to write a joke about it, and I think I cracked it the other night. So worldwide, guns kill 250,000 people. Worldwide, alcohol kills 5.2 million people. Mm. Accidents, falls. It's all alcohol. It's fucking Psoriasis. all alcohol. Psoriasis. Drowning. More than half of drowning, the people are drunk. Yeah. People I, hitting their head. It's the amount of damage alcohol causes is is incalculable. Which it's, sucks you literally we, can't because a lot of it's not it's cancer. It's like it's it yeah. causes breast cancer. It's it's a carcinogen. And it's a carcinogen that people binge. Mm. It's fucking crazy. I think I have a I think I cracked it, which is if they the joke is gonna be if they had to get alcohol approved by the FDA. Like if they did like we had a bunch of people in a lab and then what happened? Well the men were fighting. <laughs> like it you it would never right. get out of fucking stage one. No. Never get out of stage one. And the reason it does is the punchline, which is causes sexual promiscuity in women. And it's like sexual mm. promiscuity, you say? That's when you're like, we're <laughs> That's not when you're like, how soon can we get it on the show? That's underdogs. literally underdogs. the only reason. Yes, but you're still controlling it. After to a certain extent, we're out of control a little bit. By your own yeah, by your own, yeah. you know, self. Yeah, because because you're so shamed that in order to even do it, no, most women aren't like, drink. No, no, most women aren't drinking for the fact to be like to fuck. It's fun I, to be drunk. I think you're playing yourself, <laughs> Miss. I think that you're underestimating the. I think women are neurotic about it, and I think that women are generally uh, have anxiety around it and drinking helps i mean the amount of women that go drinking on their own that are singles like funny sunday funny memo says like there's no dudes around there okay whatever okay uh, somebody hasn't doesn't <laughs> promote it rehab in vegas like i do <laughs> goodbye oh who's God, this beautiful lady what, what do I owe you? you've got Hello. mail um, last month, I'm surprised you guys didn't talk about this on the podcast already. Last uh -oh. month, all of the major wedding planner websites, like the Not and Pinterest, um, made like a statement that they were no longer going to be highlighting and promoting slave plantations as venues in order to like get married there and shit. And like Twitter freaked out. Some people were super happy. Some people were super mad. Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds were getting dragged because they like got married on a plantation, I guess. Anyway, what are you guys' thoughts on this? I thought it was interesting that one white woman said she wished she hadn't gotten married at a plantation, and she said that they really downplayed all of the slave shit until after she made like a bunch of unrefundable deposits, which I have to imagine happens all the time. Anyway, big fan of the show. Wanted to hear your thoughts. And then a, Bye. A man Bye. in a slave costume showed She's up at cute. the door. <laughs> oh, well, I, I want to announce uh, now that you made us uh, deposits. Um, he officiates uh, the wedding. Yeah, he I has to officiate. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, do you use a <laughs> Mr. Man, um, uh, a pretty give, lady? Give her sleeps uh, uh, and uh, eats. Could, would you? Um, <laughs> do you promise uh, uh, most to cherishments? Um, it's talking like a slave like a is goddamn funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, the I I I mean. It, well, here's what I'm of two minds. Mm, mm, of course, mm. of course, don't. But also, go back far enough. Everything's a slave plantation. <laughs> everything's a slave plantation or a Native American, right? Like ground. Gra was, so, was it a graveyard? Yeah, it's like ancient. So, yeah, it's all burial ground. Yeah, 
It's all somebody. Somebody. There's a horrible legacy to Earth. Earth has a horrible legacy. You cannot get married in a plantation, though. They are pretty, but they're spooky to me. They are spooky to me, too. It's like getting married in a cemetery. No yeah. one would do that. Take all the gravestones out. Look kind of nice. Yeah, it's, 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 you, you can't, it'd be like getting married at Auschwitz. Right. Like, basically. Yeah. I, just to me, though, like mentally, you know, I'm a little superstitious. So I don't want to get married around, I don't want to get married, but I don't want to get married around energy. I'm scared of ghosts. Vibrations. <laughs> I'm not a scared of ghosts. I don't believe, you don't believe in ghosts? I don't even think a ghost has ever come near me. That's the most non Irish shit. I don't... You know, again, Irish people, can I tell you? I basically feel like I'm Irish. They believe that certain people have the cure of something. So if they have like a headache, it's like, ah, oh, you go to uh, Mr. Mahan. Yeah. She has the cure of the headache. Yeah. And then they go. And you apparently are not allowed to charge to cure because it's a gift from God. Yeah. And when I tell you, they, everyone actively still believes that in Ireland. So what happened to you? You know what they call us? The N-words of Europe. <laughs> you have um, the, the cure of the blues. I've got you're so the funny. cure of the. Goodbye. We got any more things? Audio? You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. It's Max from New Jersey. And so I went to Europe for the first time this summer and I experienced children beggars. I've obviously experienced your beggars that are in New York City. I'm sure Neil knows a lot about that. My question to you guys is. How have your experiences been with people asking you for money? Do you feel that children carry any type of special weight versus adults? Do you feel people that have positioned themselves on the street are different than those that hang out in touristy spots? Also, what is your stance and how do you feel the government should be involved, if at all? I just want to let me know how you feel and thank you, thank you. Um... Yeah, kids, child, homeless kids are fucking sad as shit. <laughs> You're like, I'm of two I'm minds. Of, I think the government should let them find their way. Um, I think the government, you got to let them, you got to let them figure it uh, out. Listen, walk um, it off. Uh, yeah, it's awful. And it's sad. And it's very hard to ignore. Yeah. It's just really hard to, you can't do the normal story in your head about the drug addict no. alcoholic they or with kids you go ah, it's a trick so even if it's a trick pay him because if it's a trick so he dirtied himself up right that's more work than i did as a kid that's the remember have you seen the fitzsimmons joke where yeah the yeah, yeah, yeah. girl scouts yeah, like, girl oh, scouts and then the, the girl scouts are great and then a black kid comes to sell candy he's like it's a scam <laughs> Yeah. Um, Let me see your paperwork. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's a little less. The one in Europe is a lot of the time if it's children, they're gypsies. They are that's gypsies. That's right. And that uh, just feels very bad when children are involved. It's just hard to, it's, like, it's hard to justify not, it's just hard to rationalize not giving them money. Yeah. It, it's sad because that one, at least they are part of something. It doesn't feel like those kids are out there on their own asking for money. I'm not mm -hmm. saying it's a trick necessarily, but at least living in more Eastern Europe, like in Austria and stuff like that, it was a lot of like children and there's 
always an adult yeah. nearby. But then when I went to Iran, there were just kids that lived on the street. Like, well, Burr said India. Like is, in India is very India's bad, but it's similar. Crazy. There's like children. Millions of children that yes. live on the street. So it starts being like, ooh, that one feels a lot less uh, coordinated. And it's just, there's just kids that just, live on the street. Yep. Didn't happen. Sorry. They, we didn't, it, with the whole parents and it didn't happen. It just didn't. They didn't. just never came through. I, never, the, the transfer never came through. <laughs> I don't know what to do when there's massive amounts of children that are living on the streets. At least here, you can't, you can't really have a kid living on the streets in America. You can, it can't be yeah, visible. They don't, people don't like it. And then there's a lot of children. I mean, if you're under, 18 you're in the foster care system yeah which is a cakewalk <laughs> you've made it hit There's it a lot Will. of good things yeah come on what is it the playlist yeah uh Should I it? no it's a martin luther king playlist that yeah. hit it you've got mail hey nil and bianca feeler from chicago here uh i'm calling with an mlk day question for neil and the binkerton's detective agency yes because i just got out of a yoga class and the instructor, who was a white woman, started the class off by saying, Happy MLK Day, everybody. I've got a special playlist I think you're really going <laughs> to like. And then starts it. And for the next hour, it was just a sea of white people working out to, like, carrying the burden music. And Anthony Hamilton and, like, the I Have a Dream speech started over, like, a Leave cool, Anthony uh, Hamilton. Like, yeah. Four, four by four track. Um and and so it was really funny, but also there was a little bit of a cringy element to it because it, it was a, uh, should this be happening in this space? So I was wondering how Neil feel and how Binky thinky about a respectful way to celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, love you both. Love the podcast. Oh, and thanks. Uh, I want to know what that's was on the this playlist. White, that's, the ver- that's basically white women's version of rapping, of freestyling. It's making a playlist around... <laughs> Look what I like. Yeah. Uh, I also don't like when, like, the Lonely Island did a Natalie Portman rap that I've, they've done two of them. I've literally never watched. I'm like, nope, I don't want to do it. I can't do it. I Sometimes saw a the little girls bit. And I like, will rap, and I'm like, I can't fuck with this at all. Um, uh, like, I just won't, I just won't look. Yeah. Um, like a, like a horrible <laughs> decapitation photo. Um, yeah. I, I, they don't know. They don't know how embarrassing it is. They don't know. They just have no idea. They don't know how. But at the same time, they live in a society that has a Martin Luther King Day. When Martin Luther King had a 75% disapproval rate with white people the day he got killed. So I always used to say to Dave, uh, white people love a black rebel in retrospect. <laughs> oh, love yeah. Love a They're black rebel like, in retrospect. Dude. Muhammad Ali, can you come... <laughs> And speak. Can right. you come? Can we give you money can, to put you on T-shirts? Because like you're Cassius? such a hero. Yeah, it's Muhammad. Yeah, you're Cass- Cassius. Yeah. Like, uh, God so, damn. Uh, these white people. The white one. What is the? It's a what these white people doing? Which is a song we haven't played in a while. I know. Um. Yeah. Hit it. Will. We'll just talk under it. What are white people doing? <laughs> it's so funny. What are what? Uh, there's a fucking yoga studio in West Hollywood that's called a tribe, tribe called sweat. sweat. I'd match with a girl on one of the apps, and I was like, I can't, I can't. No, I, I. They've had to. They, did someone talk to them? 
They, they don't know. Why would they know? That's cringy. You don't have to know things to know what's cringy. When most, when a lot of your your digestion of black culture mm. is fun and cultural and music, sports, right? Uh, you just fun. It's fun. Let's keep it fun. It's just another. He's just another like he's iconic. Right. Like that's it's as, really it's good. as iconic as the Washington Monument or uh a dance, the the renegade dance TikTok. It's all just another thing. Right. Goodbye. They don't fucking know. You've got mail. What up, though, Neil and Binks? So real quick, a few weeks yeah, ago I got into an exchange with a white guy about the whole Calvin Crap situation. What are you so from him? The Go funny ahead. part was at the end, he tells me, Hey Corey, I can't be a racist. I grew up listening to hip hop and I have black friends. And it really struck me that in 2019, this is really still an argument that's being used. A couple questions, Neil. Have you ever had to use that argument to prove that you're not a racist? And Neil, you know, enlighten me. I am I wrong? To. Is listening to Ice Cube a valid reason for not being a racist? <laughs> Let us show. Thanks. Uh, I'm yeah, like, which album? <laughs> I mean, Dead on Arrival. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, that's been my it's my brand. <laughs> There's one person I'll. I can't say, but anyways, they constantly use the fact that they were into hip hop, like at the start of hip hop. Like I, I was there. We used to sneak out back yeah, and yeah. play. I was just like, yeah, it doesn't irrelevant. Make you, it, I don't think it's n makes you not racist. It's like I like it, just because you eat rice doesn't mean that you're not anti. You're not a Chinese bigot. Are, yeah. yeah, like that. Chinese food. It, yeah, popular. it's all there's the upside. That's, but I'm sure I did when I was like when I needed to. Now I just say like I have black friends. I don't say like ah, oh, hey man, <laughs> I'm listening. I'm bumping two chains as we speak. Like I'm not. I would never. <laughs> I would never. Hey man. Um man. As we speak. You want to you want to try and listen to these earbuds? <laughs> um, no, it's of course it's like the it's what so silly. They think that it's the same answer to the last question. Yeah, it's which all. is what are they? They don't. They don't understand racism, so they think it's. Do you hate black yeah. people in all of its forms? No. Do you hate the fact that that yeah. person has black skin? It's yeah. Like, I am not racist. Like, that's yeah. not it. Yeah. No one's. Guys, we're all bigoted. It's okay. Just it's okay. just try to mitigate it. Don't kill nobody. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Just. It's okay. It's just know that that's your default setting is bigotry. Also, people think when we say race, uh, you know, there's a lot of, there's prejudice, there's stereotyping, there's, uh, you know, there's a few words we can use. Everyone says racist, but most people, when you call them racist, especially white people, they think you're calling them the people who go and shoot up Emmett Till's yeah. gravesite. It's yeah. like, no, right. this is just, you're doing this based on yeah. ra my race. Yeah. You're behaving this way based on my race, and it's hard for people to hear that because it feels because it. Like, you're right. It is there is no there's racist, racist and not it's binary. Mm. It's all you killed Emmett Emma Teal, or Teal, or you or you listen to hip hop. That's um, it. Yeah, it's like not even guys in the clan. Well, Halle Berry, I'd like they're they're always they always have these carve outs, right? Or they'll be like, I remember I was watching this documentary on like clans people and he was like the original boys in the hood like why are you the dude was wearing <laughs> uh it's fine 
Um, I just it's fine, me. Will. Um, it's okay, Will. We love you. Uh, all right. Goodbye. I, last question, then I got to get the fuck out. You've got mail. Hey guys, did you see P. Davidson's new special? And what did you think about it? Cheers. Uh, I <laughs> did see it, and I. The short answer is I liked it, and I had a longer discussion with Pete about it that I will keep off the air. Um, but uh, I believe he can do better. And I believe he will do better. And um, killing is the coolest thing you can do as a comedian. It's pretty and cool. When you don't kill, it's not that cool. It's so cool that everyone will be walking out of the room and let's say I'm walking in as waitresses and we'll be like, dude, he's killing. Like Eric yeah. Griffin the other night murdered this crowd yeah because people stay late sometimes when yeah. the whole crowd stays late yeah and you get them and you murder it's like even the staff's like yeah good job dude yeah so i want to see more comedians killing and i'm <laughs> i'm as guilty so, as anybody for making a different style popular with my emo shit mm. but you gotta kill <laughs> that's a nice that's a good way to say that yeah um, all right, we did it. Bianca. Are we going to come back? You may never see her again. <laughs> Bye, Bianca. We had a great time getting okay. to know you, and I'm sorry that you had to go to Ireland and hot dog it. <laughs> Stupid. You couldn't leave well enough alone. You had to fly upside down. Too close to the sun. Icarus, Bicarus. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.